Hello, and welcome to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. Here at the Freedom Challenge, we strive to do good by helping enslaved women and children to do more than you ever thought physically possible and to do it together by connecting women with a heart for a hurting world. We hope you enjoy your time being informed and encouraged with host Tracy Doherty and our amazing guests. So let's get ready and join Tracy for this week's episode. Welcome back to the Freedom Challenge Online Podcast. This is your host, Tracy Doherty. It's May. We are celebrating Mother's Day. I love being a mother, and it has been such a joy to bring the Freedom Sisterhood into this storyline. I'm so grateful for time to just look at what the Lord has done in the stories of women who have joined the Freedom Challenge over these 10 years, this past decade. And this month, we're looking at how those stories of motherhood have intertwined with the mission and the heart of the Freedom Challenge. If you are a new listener and are wondering what is all of this about, the Freedom Challenge is a movement of passionate women who participate in physical challenges that test their limits while raising funds and awareness to set women and children on a pathway to freedom. We aim to do this by doing good, doing more, and doing it together in our fight for freedom. Today, I'm like a kid in a candy shop because I don't have just one guest. I have Not two guests, but three amazing women for an extra special conversation. I'm honored to welcome Freedom Sister and Ambassador Christy Allen and her two gorgeous, I mean gorgeous, powerhouse daughters, Lindsay and Madison, for this Mother's Day special. And welcome, ladies. And would you tell us a little bit about yourself, starting with Christy? Hi, Tracy. Thanks for the invite. My name is Christy Allen. I'm a native Southern Californian. Um, my, uh, my, My goal in life was to have children, be a mother, stay at home, kind of the white picket fence you know, with a dog and and kids running Mm -hmm. around, but uh, God had different plans for my life. I um, entered uh, the corporate world. I was married in 1981 and then entered the corporate world, had three small children. Um, My husband wanted to change vocations. So uh, God gave me an opportunity. I went into the corporate world, Mm -hmm. um, Helped take a company, a media company, public. I was in charge of uh, the SEC financing. And then I ran into, ran an article reprint business for 13 years. That's in the publishing world. Mm. But now, um, you know, my I'm retired as of 2012. And my time is filled with my husband focusing and investing in kingdom work. We are hands on donors. We love to travel the world visiting projects, a lot of these Freedom Challenge projects, and um, just invest what the Lord has blessed us with. I also feel my time in being a kiki. That is a grandmother to Mason and uh, soon to be his brother. Yes. 
I love it, Christy. You are one of the most remarkable women I know. Tender in heart, compassionate, nurturing, but also fierce. You get it done. (laughs) And you have gotten it done. So, Lindsay, firstborn. Hi. Yes. Thank you so much for having us today. Um, Yeah, when we're not chasing my parents around the world on some crazy adventure um, that they're up to. um, I work in um, a property management company for self-storage on the operations side. And when I'm not doing storage operations, I'm, you know, trying to run family operations with a four-year-old boy and um, trying to finish growing, growing another baby here that's ready to pop. So uh, my time investment's looking a little different these days than it that was before, but keeping very busy. I want to say, Lindsay, about that sweet little boy of yours. I remember putting him in a in the backpack and doing a little training with that little man, and he <laughs> is so handsome and so sweet. And also notable is you were pregnant with this little man, right? When you were doing the John Muir Trail this summer. Was that true? Not, not quite. No. Ah, no. okay. Luckily, I, yes. Yes. I got the Luckily timing not. a little off. I was just going to give you like <laughs> the biggest shout out. Like, hey, this Freedom Sister is really all about it. But yeah, hey, that was the last adventure all... before the next baby. So, and it was a good ah, one. I love it. And rounding out, um, Madison, are you the youngest in the in the family? I am the youngest. I always ah. like to say, that, you know, they, they got it right the last time. <laughs> um, but I am originally from Southern California as well, with, uh, along with my mom and my sister. Um, but I feel like I have to say I'm from Boston now. Uh, I've been here for seven years. It's where I'm recording from. Um in terms of career, I've taken uh, after both my mom and my sister and have entered the corporate world, um, but a little bit different in the role uh, as an attorney. I currently work in-house for one of the uh, largest alcohol companies in the United States. Um, This question, you know, what do you invest your time into? (laughs) I invest most of my time into work, which shouldn't be that surprising coming from an attorney speaking. Um, I have no kids yet. So that's the bulk of my time. I recently became a newlywed. So adjusting to that life, um, that big life change, investing time with my husband and determining what we want to do, you know, you know, for the kingdom. Um, and beyond that, personally, I invest my personal time uh, traveling the world, seeing new places and hoping to kind of do more of that now that the world's opening back up and wedding planning's over. <laughs> That's awesome. And didn't you live somewhere pretty awesome abroad when you were um, in Paris and London? Okay, come on. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, Paris is always a good time. What is it? It always Cat- is. Yeah, I think I think Catherine Hepburn said that, right? Uh, that? Audrey Hepburn, right? Audrey <laughs> Hepburn. You got it. I just got last right last name wrong first name, but I, I always love that because I love Paris. All right. Well. At- Tracy, I have to give a shout out. I also have a son that's in the middle of these two girls. But, you know, God has a sense of humor. When I when I was young, I had only one little baby doll. I never dreamed of having these girls. And when Lindsay was born, she had this head of hair. I didn't even know how to braid. And then I have a fashionista daughter as well, uh, 
God, God's shown me a lot in having daughters. I love it. Yep. <laughs> yes. And amen. We can't leave him out. I, I, I don't know. Will he even listen to the podcast? But if he does, I'm going to say, what a guy. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I I really want to thank you for introducing yourself. And just the three of you together is really, really special to me and to those that are listening. And the truth is that you have a very unique experience as mothers and daughters on the Freedom Challenge. And I'd like to give each of you an opportunity to talk a little bit about that challenge and how you have participated in the Freedom Challenge through the years and the why behind your yes. So maybe, Christy, why don't you start out? That'd be sure. Good. Sure, I'll start. Um, my yes came as, as a capital Y-E-S, not, mm-hmm. not small case, when I was searching what it meant, uh, where my life was going to be as an empty nester. Madison, my my last child was about ready to graduate high school. So I, I saw retirement, I saw freedom, and I thought, wow, this is what am I gonna do this next chapter of my life? Met with friend Kathy Anderson, whom we all know, mm-hmm. and came to love her vision for Freedom Climb, but now Freedom Challenge. And just her heart and um just the reaching. I mean, she had such a vision to reach the vulnerable and unjustified women and young children um, in the world. I became aware of the scope of these injustices to women and girls, and my heart and my soul hurt. I just, you know, I was, I was blessed with an upbringing. I was blessed bringing my girls up. And when I would hear these stories of these women and these young girls around the world that they didn't have voices and they, they couldn't make the decisions that uh, Mm -hmm. myself and my daughters could make on a, on a day to day um, experience. So um, gosh, it was just, you know, as a mother, I, I couldn't fathom the idea that there was mothers internationally that had to make that decision of selling their child because they couldn't afford or provide for their little girls. And then the girls that uh, didn't have schooling, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It was a huge, huge yes in my life that I would decide to climb Kilimanjaro and uh, bring awareness and um, just take the symbolic steps for the injustice women and their daughters. Yeah, that's really beautiful, Christy. And the fact is, is that you really started from the very beginning, the 10 years ago, Kilimanjaro. And I, you've been on a, on a steady pace. I mean, I think your list is as long as anyone else. um, Well, actually, probably the longest in terms of consistency of engagement of, um, I mean, you, you've, you've, you've got quite the list. Um, Well, it's a, it's a funny list. Uh, Tracy, because really I started out with the bucket list, Kilimanjaro. That was it. That was all I was doing. Told Kathy, great, did it. Can't believe God showed up. I'm done. Get home to uh, face my daughter, Lindsay, who says, you know what, mom, I really want to get involved in that. And I think we should do Everest Base Camp. So that's kind of why my my hiking Mm -hmm. travels continued was because God showed up in Lindsay's life 
And uh, there yeah. we went from there. That's good. And that's a perfect segue for Lindsay to share about, you know, um, what, how she got involved and a little bit behind her. Yes. Yeah. I think the story more is I reluctantly said yes to to God, (laughs) (laughs) not not that I willingly jumped into that. Um, Yeah. I, I think when my mom had signed up for Kilimanjaro, it was just so strange. I, I found the whole thing not out of character, but just so different than anything else she was doing from even like watching her train and walk in the dark in the mountains. I think dad thought she was out of her mind. I think we all thought she had lost her mind. Like she was retiring and like, what, what is she doing? Midlife crisis. What is my wife doing? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, I was obviously concerned also. I'm like, you're going halfway across the world to climb a mountain for people you don't know. I I have to understand this a little bit more. Um, So I, I think watching, you know, her and Kathy kind of just go through that process, um, I think definitely opened up, you know, something inside me where um, I wanted to be a part of that. And so I I remember talking with God, like, okay, I'll do the next one, God, like, yep, sign me up only till I get slammed with, oh, we're going to Everest. So like, of course, you're going to choose the highest mountain across (laughs) the world, like that's, which is so not who I am <laughs> whatsoever. And I remember telling my mom and she's like, Oh man. Okay. We're going to do this. Okay. We got to do this again. Okay. So, um, yeah. So Everest was my first, um, and definitely I would say the most, um, impactful. I think the yes, what I've noticed as I've done a couple other climbs since then is the yes, is the same, but the yes evolves, right? And I think, you know, it started out as, you know, not only a personal challenge, but when you take yourself and put yourself into a situation to help other people who don't even know you and you don't know them, but you're actively stepping into that, it does something, I think, to your heart and just to your mentality. And I would say, you know, with each climb that I've done, the yes evolves into a different lesson, which now I get so excited for, um, just to see, you know, how God is going to show up in other people's lives and my life on that trail. And then like what, what he does up into those climbs and the projects and, and everything. So Mm, that's really good. And, and you have brought different people in your association with you and into the Freedom Challenge, and I've really appreciated that. There is something, Lindsay, that's really special about, you know, if you don't go, you don't really know how God shows up in those places. And then there's this desire to be like, ooh, I want to bring someone with me because I know what God could do in them. So, yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah. All right, Madison, hit it. <laughs> Um, well, my freedom challenges that I've actually participated in was Switzerland in 2015, but I think it's safe to say that I've participated in all of them by proxy, um, given that, you know, my mom and sister have both gone on many of them, um, every year. And I was obviously in different stages of my life, whether that be college or law school or anything. And so, I would be there to train with them, to pray with them and support them from afar. And, and I have known that cause and that reasoning behind that this whole time. So 
when I was given that opportunity to go to Switzerland and take part in that, like, it was, as my mom just said, like capital Y E S. But now I think that my yes is more of like a bold underline exclamation point Y E S. And um, I think it's because seeing how this this challenge has developed over the past 10 years, it's become so much bigger than us. And it's become mm-hmm. so important to both my mom and my sister. But the causes are so much bigger in what we go through in our daily life um, as mothers, as sisters, as daughters, and what we're giving back to and what these women go through is is so big and so meaningful and so impactful that, you know, the whole purpose of this is is way bigger than me. And I, I can't wait to go on another one now that I'm through all of these these stages of my life that I'm able to do that. Tracy, I might interrupt right here as well, because Lindsay and I would both attest that Maddie always said she would pray for us. Don't ever ask her to do one of these hikes, but she would pray for us until Switzerland Mm -hmm. came along and she wanted to do it. And Lindsay and I truly tried to talk her out of it. We're like, Mm -hmm. Maddie, there is no way you're a dancer. You're not up for this. This is wild, crazy and I got to tell you, she she blew Lindsay and I away. She dug in. She trained her hardest, depended on God, and it was it was awesome to see. Lindsay and I were mm. both pleasantly pleased when we told her, "There's no turning around on these trails, Maddie." So good, so good. And I I also resonate with Madison, or what I hear all three of you saying is. What's unique about the Freedom Challenge is it really does create an environment of faith and involvement because you don't ever go alone. Like husband, kids, mothers, sisters, everybody's going with you and they care about what you're doing. So it really does create quite a stir because people are, you know, praying and thinking and engaging, which is kind of what you've done for each other. So um, that's really um, a good thing. It's just a good perspective that you said. I went on all of them. So so I would be interested in hearing a little bit more about how your mother-daughter relationships were built during times like this, in addition to how your biblical worldview was expanded. And I'm going to throw us off here, and we're going to start with Lindsay. So, Lindsay, okay. how did your – yeah, hit it. I think – the mother-daughter relationship obviously started off with just so much respect. Um, it It's so admirable watching what my mom started and what she continues to do that I think it really has set kind of a precedence for, you know, my sister and I of like, you know, what, what are we doing with our life and what are we going to accomplish? I think when it comes to the actual trips itself. Um, you know, I was always comforted having or comforted having my mom um, on on the trips and just, you know, having that person who knows you, but at the same <laughs> at the same time, the person who's going to call you out and uh, is going to be honest with you. I, I think there's there's comfort in that. But I think it's also been fun to see, you know, how our relationship has evolved with each challenge over the year to, um, of just kind of preparing even as like a team. And I'm sure my sister can attest to this, that I'm also like an over preparer on all fronts. And so, you know, when she was coming to Switzerland, like, do you have boots? Have you trained? Do you need a training schedule? You know, okay, I'll ask all the questions. And so, 
um, yeah, it's it's been fun to, I think, see kind of each other's strengths and roles and um, bring bring those to the Freedom Challenge um, on each individual event. I would say like for biblical view, um, yeah, what, what changed, I think, my mind is anytime I'm out on the trail with anyone, you're just so stripped, like you're stripped bare of everything. You're stripped bare of sound, distraction, um, and you're really vulnerable, I would say, to be able to listen to what God truly has to say to you. And I think I now anticipate that and it's it's exciting for me. Uh, from another biblical perspective, you know, what I experienced, I'd say in Everest, that kind of opened up something else in me as I, I, I think there, without the distraction, you know, I was able to experience spiritual warfare in a way and see evil in a different way. And, you know, Satan does not want us on those trails. He wants none of us women. He wants us distracted. He wants us busy, you know, doing our, doing our things. And so we, we are a threat when we're out on that trail. And there's definitely sometimes I would say that like, it's very clear that there's something else trying to attack us. So I'd say it just made me more aware um, of just, things around me. Hmm. That's really good. And I have to also say your sister Madison spilt, you know, spilt the milk on you being the one that helps prepare all the <laughs> so family. And you want her on like your doomsday. Lindsay is preparing for the worst at all times. Yeah, I love <laughs> yes. it. They have all the plans. Yeah. And my mom it. and I are very go with the flow, figure it out. But like when you're on the mountain, you kind of can't do that. You don't have those resources. So Lindsay's a great person to have there. Mm-hmm. But I, I also need the balance of pay attention, have fun, like don't worry about it too, which they definitely bring to me. And I appreciate yeah. it. Well, Madison, why don't you take it from here? Because yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I would say that, you know, this experience, the whole freedom challenge experience, um, both by proxy, but especially going through an actual freedom challenge with my mom, it built my relationship with her because, you know, being the youngest of three and and throughout growing up, I'm the baby. And even into my young adult life, like I, I was always my mom's daughter and, and it was more of a maternal relationship in the sense that I needed her. You know, I needed her support. I needed her encouragement. I needed for her to be there for me, pray for me, nurture me, her wisdom, which she has so much, like a lot of wisdom, um, you know, through all hardships, struggles, life, everything. And when I was given the opportunity to go through one of these challenges with her, uh, it was the first time that our mother-daughter relationship, in our mother-daughter relationship, that our needs were a bit more reciprocal. And my mom actually needed me. Um, You know, she needed me in ways that I hadn't experienced or had to have given her yet. You know, she needed my support, my encouragement, my prayers for me to tell her that she can do this, you know, to laugh with her, to train with her, to struggle, um, you know, to kick your feet up and to beg for pedicures and massages at the end of the day, you know, in, in, in terms of the actual challenge. And I think that it was the first big challenge. I mean, for lack of, for lack of better words, uh, life challenge that we took on together, both physically and emotionally and, and 
seeing how my mom has tackled these challenges, both from afar and firsthand, has given me an entirely new respect for who she is as a person, how selfless, how godly, uh, how determined. She's the most determined person I've ever met. I don't know who decides to do this at, you know, the, no offense, mom, but this age in their life um, and just all around how amazing she is. And I pray to God that I'm half the woman and mother to my future children that, that she is someday. Um, in terms of world or biblical, uh, in terms of biblical worldview, I think that Freedom Challenge has expanded that in me and that, you know, the one that I went on, there was 40 or so women there all from different areas of the world, different walks of life, different experiences. We're all there worshiping the same God. It's amazing to see that that impact um, in this organization can bring those those women together um, and support that common cause and go through go through these hardships that are nothing compared to, you know, the hardships for the causes that we're supporting for this, that these women go through and, and to kind of have that common ground um, you really can't put it into words. And it, it was truly the most amazing experience. I, I think I would add also just about my mom watching from the beginning too. you know, knowing what I know about her too, is she's, she's determined and hyper competitive, right? <laughs> so she will, she is going to be prepared. She's going to summit. She, you're, she, you're not leaving her behind and to be able to watch her do that, but also then shift to, helping others, which I've seen on some of the other climbs of being, you know, in the, in the back of the pack and just being like, you know, it's not about me. It's not about my summit. Um, I think definitely is really amazing to kind of put your own agenda aside, especially to get other people to the summit, which she's really good Mm. at. True, true. Christy, what's your perspective on all this? Okay, it's this my is- turn. It's my turn. You've heard from the girls. Maddie kind of took my my thunder because it's it's so true. You go through being a mother and investing all your time and energy into your children, and there comes this time where you're on the same playing field, and that's kind of what I. What I thought when I started thinking about doing this whole Kilimanjaro, it's like, wow, times have really flipped here. Here are my daughters encouraging me now and training with me and putting all their time and attention and their efforts into making this 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 happen and just praying with me as a um you know, as an example, going before I left for Kilimanjaro, Lindsay handed me a an envelope. And she said, um, there's a note card in here with a scripture and, and just some memory, um, that I wanted to share with you. You open one each night when you're on the mountain. And I'm telling you, that was the most, I mean, that, that was one of those come to Jesus moments. It's like my daughter is, is speaking to me and encouraging me. And Maddie did the same thing. She gave me an iPod and, And she had all the playlists of worship music and then some crazy music when it was going to be that last Mm -hmm. haul up the mountain. You know, she she'd been spinning with me at the gym. So she downloaded some of those spin songs that I would recognize. And I could see her right next to me, you know, cranking it on the bike so that I could get up that last haul. But just the, the encouragement and the flip of the switch, Tracy, and it's it's the best feeling in life when 
you don't have to just be that parent anymore, but you're joining along with your daughters. I mean, we, we've gone on adventures, we've struggled, we've cried, but yet we've hit the accomplishments of getting to where we wanted to do, but yet the biblical side is just to see and share with my girls just God's God's creation and his glory. Mm-hmm. And as Lindsay said, you're just, you are, you're stripped raw sometimes on these mountains where you just, you know, all, all you can do is, is worship and trust in God to get you those next couple steps. And um, it's been incredible. I, I, I look at it and I looked at all these things. I'm trying to do some books and I, I think what stories that the three of us are going to be able to tell our grandchildren someday or my grandchildren, their children, you know, Kiki went up this mount with mommy and we slept in a tent and it snowed on us. And we've got some great stories, but yet, you know, it all goes back to helping these unjustice women and young girls around the world. And those are things that definitely I, I share with my girls. Yeah. And in listening to all of this, the three of you, and thinking about a biblical worldview, a beautiful biblical worldview is the interlocking of intergenerational relationships. And specifically, you know, with women, there is often a lot of pain between mothers and daughters. So just, you know, pulling this story out and looking at the way that Christy, you went from having authority in your daughter's lives as a mother to having influence and friendship. It's really gorgeous. Like it's, it just highlights the beauty of motherhood, the goal of bringing forth life and then shooting life out to be sustainable and creating new life. And it's what I'm hearing as each one of you are speaking about. So thank you for sharing. All right. Favorite memory from your experience on a challenge. I'm going to let anyone start who wants to start. Go for it. I'll go first. This is Christy. Um, there's so many memories. I mean, it's it's really hard just to point a few. I think besides the the memories of just being with my daughters, um, the friendships that we have made with other women on these hikes and the mentors that have just poured into their lives and vice versa. They've shared with so many other mothers coming from daughters' perspectives. Um, Those have to be some of my top memories um, as the friendships and the mentors. One, One physical one would be with Kilimanjaro obviously being my first hike and so out of the box. This was never, never on my my uh, wish list or my bucket list. And I think we started at the bottom and Kathy had said, you know, in one of our worship meetings to pick up a rock because at the top, when we summit this mountain, we're all going to place our rocks on a little altar and uh, pray for all these women and young girls. And when I physically got to the top and I got to place that rock down and just burst into tears for making it, for God just uh, pushing me 
like no other getting to that, that finish line, but thinking and visualizing and taking each step for these women and girls that, that would definitely be one of my memories. Mm. That's a good one. I'll kind of piggyback on that too, just because I think that um, my mom's uh, specifically speaking about Kathy in, in, I kind of think beyond experience in making so many amazing memories with my mom and sister through training and actually doing a freedom challenge. I would say that the time with Kathy, you know, who's a visionary behind this, like in Switzerland, I got to go on her last climb with her and and she had me sleep next to her in the common sleeping space. And like, I just remember looking back on that night and knowing that this was her vision that she had for freedom challenge and through its inception to where it was at that point and knowing that, she'd be going to be with the Lord soon and spending those moments with her is in the most beautiful place in the world. You know, doing this with her was so special. And, and it's funny that my mom mentioned collecting rocks because we, we always collect rocks that are shaped as uh, hearts now because that's what Kathy loved to do. And I think that we probably have well over a few hundred. I mean, I'm in Boston in an apartment right now. And I think that I have like probably 20 here just random ones that I bring back from places. And, and I think that each rock holds a memory um, where we got it. And you're obviously collecting it, you know, walking or hiking at some point. And I think that having those little mementos and those special memories and those, um, those things to look back on when life is so crazy, um, you realize how fragile life is and how special it is. And that has so much bigger of a meaning and getting to experience that with my mom and sister and Kathy and all of the women other woman is, is, uh, pretty indescribable. Hmm. That's so precious, Madison. I can envision Kathy so specifically at this time in her life. (laughs) And I am, I'm imagining what you're saying with her sleeping by you with those fiery blue intense Mm -hmm. eyes. Yeah. And she wanted us to keep doing this. Yeah. And then the collecting of the hearts, and, you know, last month we actually celebrated all month long the Kathy Anderson Scholarship Fund, which we set up in her name for women who would not have the ability to go on a trip like this. And since we've set that up, I, there's been countless women who have been able to participate and focus on fundraising. And they it was just that the funding wasn't accessible to them to go on something like this. So... All of that is very meaningful in context of having just come out of that time of focus about Kathy and her ten year, vision 10 years ago. So wonderful. All right, Lindsay, what do you got? <laughs> Quick tangent, something funny. Um, I used to get so frustrated with Kathy because I never found a heart rock on any walk I ever did with Kathy. And I did not understand how she found them, how she saw them. And I would say not even two days after she passed, I started seeing them always in my path Mm -hmm. when I'm walking. And so I also have a collection, um, which is just such a sign. But I remember being so frustrated, like, how is she finding these? How does she Uh, have so many? But, you know, I think you see them when when you're supposed to. Lindsay, um, I want to add something to that. Just, well, I'll tangent with you, right? We'll go on a squirrel right here. But. But the fact is, is hearts were showing up all the time. I mean, I remember a heart cloud sighting Mm -hmm. from women on her birthday. And Christy, you would remember this. I kid you not. It was the first challenge that I was leading officially as the director. And we were in who knows where 
in Peru. I mean, we hadn't seen anyone except for us in days. And we look over on this trail and there's not one, but two giant rocks propped up on the side of this path. Do you remember that, Christy? Absolutely vividly, I remember seeing that. Yeah. It was like, wait, what? I mean, it wasn't even like some random, I mean, this was a trail that was so out there that it was just whatever out there is, that's where it was. I'm with you, Lindsay. The the heart sightings. It's weird. It is. I love it though. All right. Your favorite memory. Favorite memory. Yeah. This was hard. Um, Mostly, yeah, just because. I mean, the people that there's just so many good memories. I, I found it interesting when I was reflecting on this, that none of my favorite memories were anything to do with summiting any mountain. Um, it was all about the journeys or the conversations um, in the experience. But I, so instead of my favorite, I picked um, my most prominent memory that continues to like recur in, in my brain, which is also my favorite memory. But we were, it was the last day of the Colorado um, Seven Peaks climb, and we had we were on our way down after summiting. I think both the two peaks for that day, and for some reason, um, I think it was myself, Autumn, and then there was another girl who uh, were ahead and needed to wait for for some of the people. And so we were getting closer to the end, and we're like okay, I think we're pretty significantly ahead. Let's sit, maybe sit down and rest and have a snack. And we sat next to this, like the most peaceful stream in this like meadow that had probably 15 or 20 different variations of wildflowers. I just remember like Psalm 23, just literally like attacking my brain right now of like, oh my gosh, he led you behind or besides still waters, like you're laying down literally in green pastures Mm. (laughs) right now. Like after you've done, you know, really hard climbs for, for multiple days. And I think every time I read that, it just like the memory, I can still feel it. I can smell it. Um, It's just like stuck in me. So that's my favorite, I guess. Yeah. It's it's like a multi-sensory memory. Like you were touching, tasting, feeling, experiencing. You brought me right into that. I can actually imagine what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the hardest challenges ever is that seven summits. That was my first challenge. I remember. Yes, that was that was yeah. hard. It was very difficult. I mean, it really was. It was it was a lot, but we did it. Yeah. All right. Some final encouragement that you would like to leave with the listeners. That would be good. I can start, and I think um, as far as encouraging women, mothers, daughters, um, everybody has something to give. Um, And I think it's so important to pick something completely out of your box or your comfort zone. It doesn't have to be hiking to the tip top of some mountain, but Pick something out of your box, out of your comfort zone and give it to God and let him show up because you know what? He really does. And this was so out of my comfort zone, out of my box that I had no no choice but to give it to God. And I can't 
even tell you all the numerous ways that he has shown up in doing doing these things when we put ourselves out on the line for him. Luke 12, 48 says, too much is given, much will be required. We are so blessed with talents, time, wealth, knowledge. We need to make that choice of uh, using what we have to benefit those that are least among us. And I think that if everybody looks deep inside, I want to just encourage you to look for something that you have to give and let God show up. Yeah, I would would piggyback on that too of, you know, we're so blessed because we have the opportunity and the privilege to willingly step into this challenge and hardship. And I think we're, we're hiking and climbing for people who don't have the opportunity to necessarily step out, right? Which is why, you know, we, we are hiking. And I think, I think you have to say yes. And I think you have to be brave into putting yourself into whatever that challenge looks like. Um, because it's not, it's not just about you. And mine's kind of short and sweet on that note. You know, if you don't think you can do it, you can, um, God will bring you to it and God will get you through it. And I think that most people, you know, they want to draw that line in the sand once they're brought to it and, you know, erase that line with your foot or whatever it is, you know, get on those feet and get climbing because he brought you there and you can do it. And you don't think you can, but you absolutely can. Yes, yes, and yes. And Madison, I heard from your own lips just a week ago (laughs) that you are going to the Kilimanjaro climb. So- Hey, without without my mom and sister, my sister decided to have a baby and my mom did it. And, but guess what? They're going by proxy this time. And I know that they'll be there with me and Kathy will have lots of heart rocks on the trail. I'm sure as well. And it's on record, Tracy, you have her on record. (laughs) It's exactly why I did it. because I'm um, the attorney, Lindsay. I should be saying that. Tracy doesn't miss those in. (laughs) (laughs) And Madison, I'm looking forward and will feel honored and filled with joy to be able to share that experience with you. I'm so excited. Yes. Ladies, such a delight. What a treat. What a good way to spend our afternoon together looking at what the Lord has done through you individually and in your relationships as mothers and daughters. It's my heart and desire that Mothers and daughters listening to this would be inspired and they would too have shared experiences either by proxy or together on those trails. So thank you for joining me today, ladies. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks, Tracy. Love you. Love to you. And until next time, let's continue to do good by helping enslaved women and children do more than you ever thought physically possible and do it together by connecting with women who have a heart for a hurting world. Blessings, Freedom Sisters. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks for listening to the Freedom Challenge online podcast. If you liked what you heard, join the fight to set women and children on a pathway to freedom across the globe. We are a proud ministry of Operation Mobilization USA and encourage you to learn more at thefreedomchallenge.com and omusa.org for how you can get involved. Follow us on Facebook, on Instagram at the FCUSA, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to let us know what you think. We'll see you next time.